0: Lizard folk are the best race. Changed my mind.
1: What?
2: Welcome back, everybody. Um, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And uh, everybody made it through this uh, extended uh, couple of days off, uh, unfazed, and uh, still healthy. Hey, welcome to the Roll for Insanity podcast. Uh, We have the four, fearful, fearsome four?
3: Fearful four, I (laughs) think. (laughs) Forgettable
2: four. (laughs) I don't
3: don't (laughs) think people will forget us. (laughs) I think that that's the least of our concerns. Uh, Forget who? Exactly.
2: Wait a minute, what are we doing?
3: I welcome to the Role for Insanity podcast.
2: <laughs> hey, today we have with us Clay. Hi. We have Joey. Hello. We have Ryan. Hey. And uh, I'm Kevin. And uh, we didn't are. Say hi. Uh, oh, hi. Sorry. <laughs> hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. Hello. I'm Kevin. There we go. And uh, we uh, we appreciate you coming back. And uh, for our new listeners, welcome. And uh, sit back and listen to our craziness. Uh, This episode uh, is going to be about our current campaign where Clay is the uh, DM. Hello. And uh, we've got some interesting stuff. This could actually be an ongoing podcast for the next, I don't know, 20 sessions, the rate we're going. Who's to say? Yeah, who knows? And uh, as we keep recording, we are still playing, so that's just going to add to it. So this may be, I don't know, this may never end. Uh, And again, we have uh, put that out. If any of you are interested in listening to live gameplay, we uh, have considered uh, taping our episodes uh, for that and put it into a separate podcast. Uh, But if you do, uh, make sure you go to our website, uh, drop us a line and let us know. uh, And we'll go from there. So today we can start with uh, Clay uh kind of giving us an overview of his campaign now I you know we've discussed we it that, yeah yeah because yeah, we kept saying yeah we're not you know we don't want to you know, put out too much information and then we pretty much gave out the whole information but um give a brief
1: refresher yeah because we did <laughs> talk about the, the
2: the fathers and everything but yeah just kind of go through your world real quick and yeah just uh, kind of bring everybody up because it i think it's been an episode of three years so i don't yeah. remember yeah so,
3: yeah, so <laughs> yeah, i think what i'll do what was that, <laughs> that what noise did right. you just That's make
1: <laughs>
3: i don't like that at all um so <laughs> i've lost my whole train of thought uh Got starting it. back at the we're gonna go ahead and start at the beginning to give a a stage to my campaign you know how dnd is very often fantasy based well what if it wasn't and it was what? based in well. science um, so essentially there are nine different fathers of energy that are all alive at the same time and through some mean or another gained immortality upon discovering their energy of choice. Uh, and they all were originally working together, have split since, and are vying for control of the world. Our uh, plucky group of adventurers with uh, Ryan as Rasmataz. Erasmus. Sure. Uh, Joey has Todd with two Ds, the pig and manslayer, and we have Kevin, whose name is Seamus, because he really likes playing into the whole Irish thing. So <laughs> these uh, these characters have been put together by a uh, group called the Wicked, who have tasked them with assassinating the different nine fathers to uh, restore some sort of balance into, uh, into things. So the group have been... Uh, originally we're supposed to have not known each other uh, and
1: then we pig and manslayed.
3: and then they pig and man they, they there were quite a few adventures toward the beginning in the the first city that i put you in sparks um so what we'll do today is we'll kind of go through uh, some of the first sessions some things that happened and uh I'd really just love to reminisce about it because I had a good time doing yeah. it.
1: It'll be like one of those clip show episodes and sitcoms when they need a filler episode right before the season finale. Yeah. And they're like, hey, remember when that thing happened? Except you guys didn't see any of the previous uh, sitcom episodes. So now you're just getting caught up. Basically, It's like a
3: clip show if that was actually a good thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, okay. So I'm kind of going through my notes right now and I'm realizing that I... Most of my notes were on my old email. Oh, thank goodness I refreshed it, and they're all here. I was so scared that my notes got lost when I changed my email address.
1: Yeah, okay. do we even want to start here?
3: I mean, let's start um, From the toward the very beginning.
1: beginning. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Oh, my God. I want to kill you.
3: Whoa. Okay. So you were all. We'll Play skip over nice. the. Nice. Mm, we'll <laughs> skip over the fact that uh, you guys were all kind of tasked together to do this job. Why don't we go into uh, your characters themselves? So kind of, we'll go around the table. Go ahead and give yourselves a. Uh, <laughs> a couple of sentence introduction.
1: Sure. Um, so my character was Erasmus, but he goes by Raz. Um, he is a 38 year old charge user, which is um, basically. The science equivalent of magic, he injects, like, something into himself. Drugs. Yeah. Drugs. Um, And it lets him cast spells, basically. Um, And his whole purpose is he wants to discover real magic, and he believes that it's out there. Um, oh, also, people get disappeared when they turn 40 if they use magic in this universe. So he's really on edge and paranoid. And people keep asking him about it for some reason. How Weird. old is Raz? Uh, you know, he's he's 38. He's got two years. Why are you asking? Sure. I'm just wondering. Just wondering. Okay.
0: So uh, I'm playing Todd with 2Ds, the uh, nomadic barbarian, and I kind of just wander around. And I, I, don't, I don't know how more better to describe it. I wander around fighting things when I when people give me bad looks like a kid. Acting like he's all that while he wrestles a pig.
3: You didn't actually fight the kid, to be fair. You fought his pig. <laughs> he wouldn't, he fought, wouldn't fight I mean me. fight murdered. Yeah,
0: he was giving you the stank eye. <laughs> yeah, the, the kid was giving me the stank eye, and he was wrestling this pig like he was all that. And I was like, you want to fight? Why are you looking at me like that? And he was like, I don't want to fight you. I'm like, what if I fight your pig? He's like, all right, you can fight my pig. I'll I'll, I'll even bet that you can't fight my pig. I was like, all right. So I i crushed the pig
3: <laughs> he literally we're gonna get into it um this he <laughs> murdered a child's pet <laughs> in front of him um and that wasn't even something that i anticipated him doing
1: but yeah <laughs> no. we'll get to that in a minute
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> what
3: about uh, what about you kevin tell us about sheamus
2: sheamus yeah sheamus strong fellow he uh he's kind of a uh, from a celtic nomadic type of barbarian tribe Um, As uh, Ryan has referred to him, he's the country bumpkin, Uh, doesn't understand city life at all, Uh, spends most of his time out in the the wilderness, but he can fight. Um, And you got sold by your mother. Yes. Well, my mother and my father, (laughs) they both decided I wasn't worth the the weight that I was carrying. So they uh, they sold me to Ryan's character. And I don't even know how much. I'm guessing it was probably. I don't think I paid anything for you. I think they pittance. just wanted me to take you. out yeah, That could hands. have been too, but all I know is that that's uh that was okay. So I've literally become uh, Rouse's bodyguard. Uh, that's my job in life, and that's uh, pretty much what I do. Um, and uh, I'm not the brightest. And we've uh, we've gone through that, and that'll come up in uh, later conversations, I'm sure as well.
1: Yeah, so you've got my two barbarian uh, bodyguards and then (laughs) me. So I'm basically like a parental figure leading around my two children who are infinitely more ripped than I am.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Imagine, if you will, if Kevin Hart's uh, children were The Rock and Terry Crews. Exactly. (laughs) And he's walking around with them. Only if The Rock and Terry Crews were like ten times stupider. (laughs) Yep. It's, It's amazing. Todd's trying his best. He's not, you You both have higher than average intelligence and no, in hey, you insist hey, on I being have, stupid. I
0: have average intelligence. What's I'm, your
3: intelligence score? 10. It's 10? That's average. Okay, so you have average intelligence, yeah. yet you walk around like you got kicked by a horse.
0: Dude, <laughs> I walk around as tall. He's, he's a naive person, not too much experience with the world. That's as not you naivety
3: know. if you talk with a drawl he's simple, <laughs> he's, simple. <laughs> he's a simple guy
1: okay you just c- call people who speak with a draw stupid clerk? yeah that's kind of messed up Dave. i
3: didn't say it but i did imply it <laughs>
1: <laughs> for everyone that speaks with a draw this episode is dedicated to you <laughs> I
3: forgot to dedicate somebody in the last episode it um de- the last
1: one is dedicated <laughs> to anyone who's already started theory crafting Tasha's.
3: hey oh all right what about uh about you, Kevin? What's your intelligence score again?
2: Uh, we have modified it. We have uh, oh, discussed have this, yes. Yeah. It, it, what was, was it? It was, I believe it was 10 as well. Yeah, I think
1: yours was higher than 10. Yeah, I, I think was, it was I think you were like 11 or 12. It could have been 11 because I probably
2: did have a bonus. I think it did have a plus one, but not anymore.
1: Well, 11 is a plus zero still. Yeah, you had at least a twelve. Yeah, I, th- I think it was twelve because you, you
2: rolled really well. I know everything. I rolled really, and you know, and usually you really want that, but right. it didn't play into. And this is a discussion we've had before, <laughs> in a in a past uh, episode where we were talking about, you know, playing it a little different. So I kind of upped my backstory and gave that to Clay. Um, that was the. Uh, Hello. Do you remember?
3: Your backstory? Yeah, the, no. new, the new one I sent? <laughs> I know I have it. Yeah,
2: it, well, it was the one I texted to you. Yeah, and it was basically the modifying, me. you know, why I yes. am the way I am. So that that is dropping down to, say, probably an eight. Yeah. So
3: He definitely did. So we, we flavored that in. And for the DMs out there, don't be afraid to change your character's stats down if that affects their uh, gameplay, if they want to play stupider or weaker than less. So
0: y- what's your, no, an eight? Eight. Oh. It's positive. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Good thing.
2: I think. I'm not sure.
3: Maybe your int is (laughs) Nate. But regardless, so this uh, merry band of misfits kind of (laughs) just found themselves together and, I guess, knew each other. So it made Session Zero a breeze. They didn't have to do the introductions or anything. (laughs) They just assumed that they knew each other. Yeah,
1: essentially the backstory was my character um, was trying to go out and explore the world um, in the last few remaining years of his life at uh, the ripe age of 38. <laughs> Poor um, and so he um, basically purchased Seamus and then met Todd, and he and Todd became friends. So it's <laughs> it's not like a, a work relationship where I pay him. He We're, just we I'm just, just hanging out, out dude. Yeah.
2: Didn't we – we got an invite,
3: though. Yeah, you all yeah. got an invite. It was – you would have received them separately if you hadn't known each
2: other already, but I'm sure you got it together now. Or my mom gave. We met know, on she- the way there. Gave Seamus his invite to uh, Raz and said, "Here, you Here's take care Here's his mail. Yeah, that's right. He's Seamus th-
0: actually was never invited, or not. Se- Raz was never invited. <laughs> <laughs> I just showed up. I invited myself. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I heard some cool people are showing up here, and, and I, I heard that I could make up. a
0: bunch of money.
3: You could. So.
0: And now we're doing three times the work for the same pay. <laughs> oh, Non-negotiable.
1: <laughs> no perks. <laughs>
3: So this, this entire campaign is just a joke. I mean, <laughs> honest, honest to God, I'm having way too much fun with it. Um, this is exactly what I wanted my campaign to be like, where it's got a mixture of serious storytelling um, with the most ridiculous characters I can possibly think of. Ryan, um,
2: you need to give a shout-out to Clay because the preparation for some of his, his you know, the audio uh, clips, the uh, the burnt uh, oh, yeah, yeah. the book and stuff... I have to give it to Clay. He has really stepped it up. And Joey, no offense to you, I loved your campaign. I know. Don't don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Clay had really uh, just the uh, you know the the props. You know that, yeah, that kind of practical made effects for your game. I mean, yeah. yeah. Who does yeah. this guy
1: think he is, Matt Mercer? Hey Joey, Kevin likes me better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes
2: on you. Now you're the forever DM.
3: I'm okay with that. I can live with
2: that. That's right. Now we just need to find somebody off the street to take over DM, then four of us can play.
3: Yeah.
1: Sure. We just tricked we'll Bree. Yeah, that. there
2: yeah. you go. Yeah, do, we'll just tell her Oh, no, no, Bree, you can't do that. No, this is how it happens. <laughs> we'll finally get Caleb to join us and he can DM. <laughs> hey. <laughs> got him. <laughs> 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 yeah, we told you we wanted you to come over and play. Yeah, okay, here's the DM. Go. I can't even
1: tell you the last time I played in a game with Caleb. Because either I'm DMing for him or he's DMing for me. (laughs) Well,
2: now I have talked to Caleb. I have uh, reached out to him. Matter (gasps) of fact, I did today. And uh, his campaign is going to end when the characters hit 15th level. They're already at 13th. And he's expecting it will end pretty soon so okay. well he's welcome to join yeah us, he's already he capped it at 15 he said that's when we're going to be done and all the players know that so it's not like it's going to be an issue so we might get uh, Caleb to come in and he might be part of the podcast too because he said he is yeah, definitely interested in it yeah. right they're actually going to level up
1: twice this week like, oh, you get 15. Yeah. I crazy done, guys. you Weird. guys are so good you beat well. three
2: dragons in a row 15 we're done <laughs>
1: You give them the like deck of many things and then no matter what card they pull out you make it be the EXP one where you just (laughs) gain a level.
3: Oh my goodness, it's the deck of one thing.
1: (laughs) You give them the illusion of choice. Yeah. yeah. You like roll the dice behind the screen. You're like, I can't believe it. You got plus one level also. That's just that's I crazy. guess let's just
3: finish out the the session and then.
1: Uh, oh, you guys leveled up! Crazy, crazy. level 15. That's You're it. You're all the gods now. Oh, well,
0: well, you like, pulled the level up card, well, we don't want to. We wanted to just remain fair and equal, so everyone can level up.
2: Yeah, exactly. Do you remember the the uh, <laughs> trick cards that they used to have? I don't know if you saw it. It looked like a regular deck, and then you know you tap it, or you 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 know you do something, and all of a sudden it's all the same card. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He shows you here. Here, pick a card. You know, whatever it is, you guys get to keep it. No matter what they pull, it's in the the experience reason it. Yeah, uh-huh. really
3: <laughs> well speaking of caleb um not really this is just a really bad sequitur nice. so in <laughs> the, after everybody uh segways are cool Segways are cool everybody uh, once they got together they were given basically free reign over the city for i want to say a day or two um i think it was, i think it actually was just one day
1: it was like an evening and then the next Morning, morning, yeah. yeah.
3: So they went out onto the town, uh, and any good DM should know that a player will want to go to uh, the market. Of course, of course. The first thing that they want to do is go to a market. They want to buy something. So write a market, write a fun market. Always make a marketplace, even if you
1: don't think you're going to use it, it'll get used.
3: So they entered the market, and there were several different stands. You had traditional things like potions and food and weapons and armor, but there were a few other things there too. So some of which are um, they had a a gentleman who was doing tattoos and there was kind of multicolored smoke coming from his area. We had a stage kind of center in the market with a young boy who was completely jacked. Like this kid (laughs) spent the time from his birth to then working out uh, and he was wrestling a pig and he kept greasing up his muscles and he was doing it basically for tips and then in there was the adventurers insurance. Yeah, and then that's the last one that I had and here there was yeah. adventurers insurance. So, feel free go ahead and take one of those or a couple of those and just talk about it you guys and I can I'll pepper in some information as we go along.
1: Sure. Well, I think we should talk about how Todd got um, <laughs> with the title, how he got the title, the pig and manslayer. Whoa, well, whoa, well, well, This is just a pig slayer. At this point, at this point, he was just Todd with two D's. Yeah, Todd with two D's. Sorry. So why don't you go ahead and tell that story, Joey? <laughs> so Todd with two D's,
0: as he always introduces himself, saw this kid in the market acting tough, fighting a pig, talking a big game, and Todd not unsure why he's fighting a pig instead of just killing it and eating it as you do with pigs.
2: Right. Of course.
0: Walked up and said, why are you fighting the pig? The kid said, hey, yeah, he looked at me funny. And I was like, what? And he was like this. And He twisted the head and made the pig make a really weird face. <laughs> and I was like, oh, should I fight it? He's like, what? No. And <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, I was like, all right, well, I'm not getting anything. So I left. And then as I was walking around the marketplace, this kid was just giving me the stink. I just kept staring at me. So I approached the kid again and I was like, Do you want to fight or something? He's like, What? And I was like, Yeah, you're looking at me funny and you said when the pig looked to you funny, uh I should fight it. You know, like, so I should should I fight you? He's like he just kept kept quiet. So I walked okay. away again.
3: As a child would when being threatened by an adult.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, w- I also Todd is this uh very as we talked about, big man. Like yeah. like a running back, I think's how we described him. Like yeah. he's like
1: six four built like a brick wall. Essentially. <laughs> Uh,
0: wearing a tank top with an arm sleeve of tattoos, oh, and so we kept walking. I, I met up with another—I um, don't. Was a butcher?
3: Sure,
1: I don't know. We were talking to somebody. I think yeah. it was the butcher. I think yeah. it was the butcher. Was
3: the, like four foot tall. Uh, yeah, the, like he, he was like a guy. half,
1: or he wasn't a half or a gnome because those don't exist. He was just a very yeah. short man.
3: That's another fun thing for this universe. Everyone is human because I didn't want to deal with different races because this is my campaign. So.
1: Yeah. Should've been a joke, That's
0: all I'm saying. Um, (laughs) So then the butcher started like, "Ah, that kid's weird." It's just kept talking about bad stuff. And everyone was kind of complaining about the kid a little bit, how he's like kind of awkward or like just strange, as you know, a bulked up kid oiling himself in the middle of a marketplace kind of (laughs) is. Yeah. (laughs) So Todd reapproached him and was like, "Well, dude, can I fight your pig?" He was like, "Sure, but it's gonna cost you." So we made a bet. <laughs> and i asked the kid what are the rules he said just don't jab the eye, poke the eyes and i'm like okay so my simple barbarian walked up on stage looked at the pig pig got released and he rose his maul and just crushed the pig one Snapped swell swine in half yeah
3: that's a that's a really good story joey And we're going to tell it again from the perspective of the child. (laughs) So this child has no parents, is wrestling a pig.
2: Which is his 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 probably his only relative. His only companion, truly his only
3: (laughs) (laughs) companion um, for money. He's doing it for tips and he's putting on a show and he's trying to make himself look tough because that's his persona. And you have an adult, a grown man.
2: (laughs) A very large grown man. (laughs) Who
3: is clearly having his masculinity called into question by a child (laughs) who just can't seem to handle that fact, who keeps coming up and talking to him. Um, he asks to fight the pig and the boy knowing that the pig is a good wrestler agrees. The boy (laughs) does not consider the fact that this adult man when faced with a pig about a quarter of his height would pull out a war mall (laughs) And snap its spine in front of him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That'll teach him.
3: And to top it off, Joey still collected on the bet. <laughs> he made that kid pay him. And that kid just kind of curled up next to his dead, broken pet and just laid there for the rest of the day.
0: Yeah, but we'll get back to him. I feel like it's important that... um. Todd also asked if he wanted to keep the dead pig, because Todd was going to to turn it into jerky. Todd was going to walk two feet back to the butcher. (laughs) Literally,
3: Uh, there was a woman in a clothing stall that I had a plan for for you, who was so disgusted by you (laughs) that she closed up shop and left.
0: Yeah, it would (laughs) do happen like that. It really do.
1: (laughs) that kid learned a valuable lesson.
3: And this was a play, and I know Ryan was familiar with this. Um, Yeah, so I
1: I was planning out a marketplace in my own campaign, and Clay basically um, pitched a very similar idea for a character for my campaign. Um, Same concept, basically this extremely muscular kid, but basically he was just going to challenge people to fight him. And um, one of my players ended up, like, punching the kid once, and he... I don't remember if he died or if he ran (laughs) off crying and everybody's like, dude, that's a messed up. That was a kid. Why would you do that? (laughs) I think you ran off crying. Yeah. Um, And I can't believe you didn't pick up that it was pretty much the same thing, Joe. Well, I
0: did. I realized that on the way. I was like, this seems very familiar. Yeah. I didn't want a metagame. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So anyway, um, I I already knew what was happening going into this. (laughs)
2: So
3: I've tried doing this campaign one other time, and the only other time I did it, I knew nothing about D and D whatsoever. So I thought it would be hilarious to try and trick people into fighting children. So I presented it is, (laughs) it's funny, sad now, but I I presented these these thugs that were attacking them, um, and I didn't tell them that they were taking any damage. I just kept telling them that they got hit until they started to fight them, and then they realized that they were children. And I thought that this was hilarious because I was like, ha, 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 ha. I made you fight kids. And And
1: they slaughtered (laughs) the kids. Yeah. And this. Yeah. And so from our perspective, it's just like Clay's a new DM. He's not telling us how much damage we're taking. I don't know what to mark down on my character sheet. Like, how many hit points am I losing? I don't know. Hopefully, Clay's keeping track of it. (laughs) And then it's like, you killed a bunch of kids. And I'm like, not once did you ever describe (laughs) these as children. Like, they weren't hidden. They were out in the middle of this town square. We could see them. Uh My character would have known that that was a child. My character would have known that they took no significant Mm -hmm. damage. But now me, out of character, lacking all of this knowledge, just murdered a bunch of kids.
3: It was hilarious. You thought thought they were gnomes. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Classic gnomes. Classic so, gnomes.
3: So anyway, I seem to have a penchant for getting children hurt. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if that speaks to uh, my character it, or not.
1: Or while well, they're pets Your in Your kid space. was yeah. fine. My kid well, he was He
3: emotionally was emotionally hurt. Totally
0: destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Todd tutored the kid to make up for it.
1: Yeah, we'll yeah. get back to that oh, in a minute. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. the Let's, other stalls. <laughs> we'll hold some semblance of chronology here. Yeah, True. so <laughs>
3: you had two other stalls. You had an insurance salesman, then you had a uh, yeah. A so tattoo as show. it turns
1: out, the kid was actually third, but I really wanted to get that story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so the first place I think we stopped was the m- tattoo place. It was yeah. Um and so Raz. Uh, is a connoisseur of all things even potentially magical because he wants to study them to learn how the magic works because it's not science it's magic um so far what he's learned is that nothing that he thought was magic is magic (laughs) um but we'll get to that in a minute so um basically uh raz goes up to this guy and he's like are these tattoos magic and the guy's like yeah they <laughs> yes, sure are of course they are and so then we all proceed to get tattoos <laughs> um and they were like different symbols uh so there was like you know a brain and i think there was like an owl and like a yeah, bicep they and a were heart. little symbols
3: that were supposed to represent the the six core uh, stats for a and a player character right for very obvious reasons <laughs> Um so what it ended up being and you guys didn't know this until now but I'll throw it out there you actually had to make a DC 14 throw. Right. So if you did hit that 14 or higher then the tattoo was actually going to give you a plus 1 on your base stat for whatever you got it for. Um but the trick was that if you got it and it worked, you wouldn't believe that it worked. You'd but if you like, got oh, it, I just got a tattoo. Yeah. If you got it and it didn't work, you would thoroughly believe that something happened. Which is why <laughs> Todd and Seamus both thoroughly <laughs> believe that they are both much stronger now. <laughs> yep. And
1: Raz is like, this is stupid. Uh-huh. I wasted money here.
3: So that came into play. I, and I really liked the idea. I stole it from the the UA. I kind of just tweaked it and homebrewed it myself. But right. I, I liked the idea oh. a lot of having some sorts of magic or things that uh, can't be explained in the world, especially for Ryan's character, <laughs> um, and have them not be obvious and not be they aren't there for the people that are looking for them the people that are benefiting from them so it's kind of i'm playing cat and mouse with ryan and his character right now
1: i feel like the existence of my character has dramatically changed the direction this campaign is going
3: oh yes there was going to be so many different things that were going to happen but i like yours better
2: (laughs) (laughs) and the other two are stupid
3: yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, I have a
2: backstory.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say you <laughs> yeah, guys m- might like yeah. not be <laughs> the same type of character that I'm making, but I think your backstories are equally valid. I don't know all of your guys's details. I you know
0: literally nothing.
3: God's about honest, it. Joey has. We've had several texting sessions <laughs> where we go over different aspects of his backstory and i'm super excited to start fleshing that out for him i left all and, of
1: most all of mine open ended i'm like here you go yep. clay do whatever you want with this and
3: i can do that <laughs> i'm tying them both in together right now mm-hmm. and then we're going to start tying kevin's in soon because we're getting closer to an area where his is going to come into
2: effect <laughs> oh wait a minute that was a draw sorry y'all it's all everyone
0: so, knows draws mean low in
2: okay <laughs>
3: So the last thing there uh, was a adventurer's insurance salesman. And that's another idea that I've pitched to Ryan in the past.
1: Actually, okay. The adventurer's (laughs) insurance was something that Clay and I were brainstorming in a Pathfinder campaign that Cody, Clay's brother, was going to DM. We were like, here's our plan. We don't actually do adventuring. We just start an insurance agency and we sell people insurance. And here's the thing, either they go out and they die and they can't collect, or they never have anything that would incur the actual insurance. So it's a win-win either way.
3: And we just collect premiums. It would be great. We'd just roll for it in every town and start expanding. It, what's the I, th- I feel like there's a a D&D for businesses and things like that what's that called yeah
1: so there's a source book for that now called um acquisitions incorporated, acquisitions incorporated. yeah, which we is based that. off <laughs> of the penny arcade uh campaign if anyone follows that it was really good it was like the original um uh critical role in my opinion i don't know which one exactly. actually started first but i think the acquisitions incorporated campaign did either way it was really good um and it led to an actual source book being made for fifth edition and that kind of handles the whole like creation of businesses and like where that fits into D D. and they have these funny things like spells with royalty components God, so every time God. that you cast it you have to pay the original creator of the spell money and it disappears like from your hand so like a gold coin becomes one of the material components in addition to the other material <laughs> components which is fantastic so yeah sorry there's a little tangent there
3: no yeah no i love that and i i I stole the idea and so they came across this guy in a little ramshackle uh, stand wearing a beat-up suit and he tried to sell them adventures insurance and they were just supposed to sign on this piece of paper and supposedly if they carried it with them they would uh, be able to fill out this form anywhere in the world and soon enough they would have their money it would just magically be transmitted back to this person and I was really hoping that by telling Ryan that it was magic, that he was just going to buy it. But he was. Smart I rolled enough an to, insight check. Yeah, <laughs> he was smart <laughs> enough to roll insight and realize that this man plays was like was this guy's full of crap. Like, <laughs> and he I'm will like, never see a dime of anything that you spend here ever
1: again. And I'm like, all right, we're out of here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was really hoping someone was going to buy
1: it. <laughs> if I had gone there first before the tattoo place and hadn't immediately had my hopes of magic items being dashed, I might have bought into it.
3: <laughs> it was so close. Uh Wasted opportunities. Anyway, so from there, the three of you, I think, went off into the city. Uh, I think we you went to the
1: next w- place that all adventurers go.
3: The pub. The Yay. tavern. This one specifically being named Puzzles because I stole it from How I Met Your Mother. Uh, and Why I didn't do they call it up, Puzzles? That's the puzzle. And there's the joke <laughs> that I stole from How I Met Your Mother. So it was. it's a fun place. Um, they went in there. They... Got to, they had already been put up for the night by the uh, the association that they were working for. Um, and they got to interact with some people in there. There were a bunch of throwaway jokes. There were. Um, <laughs> like,
1: like Mac's book.
3: Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So there was a man publicly typing on a typewriter in there. Like you would see in a Starbucks. Similar, yes. <laughs> uh, his name is Mac, and he was writing an autobiography about himself that he called his MacBook. Um, so he was always uh, typing away on his MacBook. And. <laughs> <laughs> I still laugh when I think about it because I think <laughs> it's just a really clever joke. But yeah, uh, from there, what did you guys do?
1: Um, uh, I think we did what all adventurers do, of course, which was uh-huh. ask for jobs. You did. And you found a job board. Right. The owner of the tavern directed us to a job board and it listed, what was it? pest problem i think it was yeah there was a pest problem (laughs) yeah but um it turns out it wasn't a pest problem it was actually something different it was a
3: pet problem Pet's Uh, problem the the gentleman that wrote up the sign had dyslexia uh, and couldn't really spell very well so he mixed up the the letters Uh, and he was just a powerfully ugly man who was just very shy Mm. and was looking for companionship so he was hiring these adventurers to go down to the local uh pet shop and buy him something
1: it was very cute
3: it was very cute i think that they enjoyed it a lot um Um, you did run into a couple of obstacles specifically todd why don't you talk a little bit about that
1: yeah um so this guy that we were doing this um quest for uh he also like let slide that um he had a crush on the lady at the pet store and that'll come into a uh like importance later, but so we get to the pet store, and um, unfortunately, the lady there recognizes Todd, you know, <laughs> the pig slayer. Yeah, this lady sells pets, some of the pets <laughs> are pigs. Um, you see where the issue is. So we get inside, and she's like, I'm not selling that man anything, <laughs> and so this created a whole slew of problems where i had to you know talk around todd existing <laughs> and be like don't worry about him i'm gonna make sure he doesn't murder anything else by and this point
0: todd is outside playing with the animals an iguana, I an iguana yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile i'm trying to like purchase a pet for this nice man and <laughs> Todd's like putting his fingers in the lizard cage feeding him uh, bacon yeah. <laughs> and dude, dude,
0: Todd got re- got along really well with the, uh, the iguana thing I think he rolled high on an animal handling check yeah man he really would, liked you yeah. if you
3: hadn't been such a colossal monster that yeah. boy in the market yeah. you would have had one so um, close,
1: man. So close uh, man. but yeah there were a few times where I was worried that Todd was going to ruin this whole thing for us just by being again yeah like, <laughs> Dude, well, Todd I was just having a good time, man. He was just playing with an iguana. Everyone's <laughs> mm-hmm. out here hating him for and no then, reason. And then she went outside to go get—I think the a cat was what we ended up deciding on. Or, yeah, or I a think tortoise. so. I th- was a I cat. think there was a tortoise, but we decided ended up the with the cat. cat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she went outside to go take it out of the kennel, and she gave Todd the stink eye the entire <laughs> way back <laughs> into the building.
0: And Todd just smiled and waved uh. as he played with
1: the iguana. Right. So anyway basically what ended up happening was we ended up getting him a kitten and we basically told the lady like oh by the way this guy who w- we're buying a pet for he's he a pal of ours and he's totally got the hots for you and she's like oh he's so sweet he's always like out here looking at the animals he's very like gentle soul but he's shy and i've never talked to him and so basically we wingman the heck out of him you did and so we got back to his house, we gave him the kitten, and we're like, oh, by the way, pet shop lady would love to, like, hang out with you at some point. And I think his whole day, month, and year were made. You you it, really
3: changed that guy's life. <laughs> I haven't given him a name yet, but you changed his life. <laughs> we'll,
2: we'll find him down the road somewhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, hey, guys, I hate to I hate to do it, but we're going to have to wrap this one up. Uh, That's okay. And that was is, only like session one of Clay's campaign. That, that <laughs> was wasn't even session one. That was one barely, yeah. yeah, I think it, you yeah. Were, that was the warm-up yeah. uh, going into it. So, so we, we will have definitely have a lot yeah. more stories to tell. And uh, we've got another campaign coming in. Uh, uh, I think we're still playing tonight. Uh, if we have enough time, we'll have to play yep. that by ear. We'll let see, yeah. Yeah, but uh, uh, so we will definitely we'll circle back, and we'll keep you apprised. This one's actually fun. Um, Clay's getting experience. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> you guys are horrible. I I didn't say anything. <laughs> you said it. I, I didn't, didn't say no, it. Worked. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it's fun because what we have is we have this, the the characters click. Now, the other one with Joey's, that was a whole issue. Oh, anyway. Clay and
1: my character clicking that one pretty oh, well. Yeah, they Fine. did.
2: But see, I didn't. I mean, <laughs> you know, had I. That yeah, makes you
1: feel any better. Neither did Bojangles.
2: No, no. Poor, and poor, yeah, poor Bojangles. Um, yeah, this one's actually fun. And yeah. it's not. And it wasn't, that had nothing to do with the DM. The DM was fine, (laughs) but it was my character selection. And that happens. I mean, that happens more, more than not, unfortunately. This just happened to be an absolutely good mix
1: um and we didn't define like a party alignment in session zero so it's not like any of us could have really known right and uh, yeah. you know
2: what i mean you know i i was going to try something new that should have told me right there don't try anything new because that's what messes me up
1: <laughs> Yeah, you should just played the dwarf paladin yeah or, something. or,
2: or, or the cleric yeah. Yeah, yeah so but i mean this was fine i mean I, I enjoy, and I do want to get back to Joey's because we still have a lot of gameplay in that one, too. Yeah. So Last yeah.
1: last time we checked in, we were just we became petty criminals, so that was pretty sweet. Yeah.
3: Did I ever burn down that house? Did you? Happen?
1: Yes. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. We saw the smoke yeah. from outside yeah. the city. Okay, you know, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's right. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> so I think the next episode, we're going to go back to Tasha's for a little bit, and that'll probably be our last episode on it, and we'll call it a wrap unless we... Feel moved to make a third episode on it. Uh, we could,
2: you know, we'll, we'll have to. We'll play it by ear. Um, we'll see because this one is, um, like I said, it's just it's been Joey and my characters. You know, same mindset, but completely different. Uh, and and Roz, the paranoid, you know, worst case, you know, parental uh, unit. Uh, yeah, I'm not a bad parent. It, well, you're you're <laughs> more concerned about evaporating in two years, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I
1: have to make sure that you guys are able to take care of yourselves before yeah. I get disappeared. That's
2: never going to happen. But anyway, yeah. so we will uh, we will definitely circle back to this, and then when we get back into Joey's will, uh, maybe I, I maybe I need to have a little talk with Joey, maybe uh, do some changing <laughs> on mine too on that one. Yeah. So maybe we so we mesh a little him. bit. Change to a fallen. After all, all the running up. Yeah, I could do a fallen. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right. Well, guys, that, uh, that is it. Thank you so much for uh, joining us again. Uh, looking forward to uh, seeing you next week. And, again, uh, let us know if you want to hear uh, actual gameplay. Uh, we may, uh, may, may start that. Um, then you get to hear the absolute crazy antics in the game itself. Uh, talking about it doesn't do it justice. It really yeah, doesn't.
1: It's like um, a critical role that you can't see. And if you listen to the podcast for Critical Role, it's basically exactly the same. Exactly. I am but, Matt Mercer. <laughs> but ours is better. Yeah. Don't Matt,
3: say that. Matt it's Mercer not.
0: learned everything he knows from Clay. That's yeah, right. Welcome, That's Matt
3: Mercer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they can't sue us. We ain't got any money. Sue us for what? Exactly. Saying his name. Defamation? Saying <laughs> oh, that we're better. name's copyright. <laughs>
3: It's not defamation if it's true.
2: That's true. That is true. Love you, Matt. All right. Okay, guys. Have a wonderful week.
1: See you. Bye. 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 Hey Clay, uh did you know that we have a website? We have a website? Yeah, we have a website. Oh. It's um rollforinsanity.com. Wait, do I spell out the word for? No, it's just the number, so oh. it's roll the number 4 insanity.com.
3: That's awesome. What can I find on there?
1: Yeah, th- we have a bunch of stuff on there actually. Have you ever wanted to follow us on social media? I have. Well, you know it's kind of hard to find those pages on it the really apps is. yeah i can't spell right and so you know uh but the thing is if you can make it to our website we have links to all of our social media on there wow you know what social media is we have i'd like? love to know we have facebook <gasps> ooh, instagram pictures and twitter annoying wow all of your favorite social medias in one place um besides that Uh, We also have a newsletter a newsletter A newsletter. What do we say? So you put your email in and and then we take it and sell it to people over the internet We don't sell it. We don't sell it (laughs) But what we will do is we'll send you updates on whenever we release a new episode Or if there's anything else that we want to fill you guys in on that's so exciting
3: Ryan I'm gonna go there right now.
1: Isn't it just but hold on there's (gasps) more. There's more. We also have a section dedicated to new players Who's that? So if you're just getting into D&D for the first time, we have a bunch of stuff, uh, links to Amazon, all like consolidated onto one page. And you know, if you're looking to buy some dice or a dice tower, or a dm screen or some handbooks you know any of that sound interesting
3: i love all of those things and well, more
1: congratulations we got all of your favorite links in one place
3: that's amazing
1: yeah uh also if you think that we're doing a bad job and you want to tell us about it i hate you or if you think we're doing a good job and you want them to tell us about it we have a feedback section a feedback section yeah you can just uh type in your message let us know what you think about the show what you want to see in future episodes and that'll get delivered directly to us
3: i'm gonna flame you guys so hard
1: great except the only nathan will be reading it and then he's gonna tell us what it said so you'll only be hurting his feelings. that's good